Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. Does your warehouse waste time and money managing forklift batteries? Enersys can energize your operations with a customized solution, delivering the power you need while minimizing ownership costs. Enersys starts by analyzing your operations and then selecting from their comprehensive range of battery and charger technologies, develops a truly optimized system tailored to your needs. Enersys gives you the power to increase productivity and profitability. See how Enersys puts power in motion for you at Enersys.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawn with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022. I am in the booth and I am joined by veteran guest Vince Martinelli of Right Hand Robotics. I think Vince has been a guest ever since Roman 2019, I think was the first time you were on the podcast. Uh, yeah, when, I think uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I think it's the first time we met and I think you've probably been on uh, I don't know, two or three been, times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you might be getting to that, that five-time club. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Is that the platinum level? Is that what I'm at? Yeah, yeah. yeah like on <laughs> SNL, you know, you get the five-time host, you get special jacket, <laughs> stuff like oh, that. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I look forward to that. Thanks. <laughs> so Vince is the head of product and marketing over at Right Hand Robotics, and he's going to tell us a little bit about what's been going on with Right Hand Robotics, some of the announcements that they've had recently and here at the show as well, and we're just going to talk a little bit about uh, what they've been up to. So so Vince, if, if people are not familiar with Right Hand Robotics, let's, let's give them a little oh, yeah. uh, brief overview. Sure. We build an autonomous item handling robot, mm-hmm. right? It's a data-driven piece-picking machine yeah. for use in warehouses, like for e-commerce. Mm-hmm. And unlike 
a lot of automation that's designed to move pallets or cases. We're really handling individual products, such as from an ASRS tote. You know, they're stored in inventory. And I say the first three feet of the last mile starts when you get the item out of the tote and put it into the downstream container. Okay. okay? So we take care of the first three feet. Mm Yeah, so, and I think the you know what you've developed is is really unique in a sense, and really kind of took a, a challenging issue in the role of automation is that real grasping technology and the, and the fact that you're able to to grasp those individual items and, and do it efficiently and consistently as well. And I think that's one of the, the big things you guys are, are known for, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the sort of the DNA of our company. Mm-hmm comes from our three founders, each of whom did research, you know, PhD and postdoc kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our CTO, for example, recently was doing an interview and, uh, you know, it put it in some perspective. He's been working in that space for 15 to 20 years. Wow. And one of the key professors, Professor Rob Howe, I'll give a shout out to Rob. Rob's the forgotten fourth founder, but really a (laughs) professor at Harvard. Yeah under whose auspices, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, this team kind of came together in a DARPA challenge, right? Mm. Again, I'm kind of summarizing, you know, a little loosely, but still. But Rob's been looking at this space for a longer time, going back to 80s, 90s, whatever. And so that grasping DNA is kind of, you know, deep into how we think about things. You know, what does it mean Mm -hmm. to, for a robot to have some ability to pick up items it's never seen before, all different shapes and sizes, you know, and now... I think the other important thing is that by itself doesn't make a product, mm. doesn't make a system that solves the problem in the warehouse. Yeah. Because the warehouse problem is, let's see, what's the best way to say? You know, every every everyone here will say there's a labor short, labor problem, whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, pretty much and everyone. I don't know, maybe there's an item ordering problem. You know, people are ordering more items one at a time oh, okay. than any fulfillment yeah. system was ever designed and intended to yeah. ship, right? And yeah. pick and ship. So, anyways, if you're revenue growth in retail is being limited by the fact that I can't get the items out of storage into the bags and boxes out the door, mm-hmm. well, then this robot can help help fill that need, right? So okay. you take that grasping knowledge, mm-hmm. you bring in some computer vision, AI, machine learning, mm-hmm. and, you, and you kind of put that all together on a properly designed hardware platform right. that's, you know, industrial grade and reliable in warehouses and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, in the last couple of years since we last spoke, We've gone through a full CE compliance mm-hmm. uh, regimen, you know, which is important for international right. business and so on. Yeah. Anyways, you put all that together, again, our tagline, we say we own the pick. Mm-hmm. So whether you're a system integrator or the end customer, you can yeah. count on this robotic machine to do that picking task for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, um, you know, that starts, though, with the grasping understanding. Right. Yeah, and I think that's one of the one of the most interesting things about it is because you you don't think about I guess how much interesting movement goes into grasping something with your own hand. Yeah. And the fact that you're able to replicate that in a robotic way, an automated way, I think is a, a huge achievement for the industry. So, yeah. Uh, kudos to you guys, obviously. Um, Thank you. And I, I do have a question, actually, something I'm wondering, and you know, how come how come right hand robotics? I think <laughs> a lot of the left handers out there ah. are wondering why did they get left out? Yeah. Yes. So first off, our CEO, yeah, Yaro, who I think you've met. A couple of times along the way. Mm-hmm. He's a lefty, right? So we are not anti-left-handers. Right? Interesting. <laughs> okay. At all. Um, <laughs> now, the, the name, and actually it predates me a little bit, yeah. so um, I don't take responsibility or blame for the yeah. name. Okay. But uh, the idea was it's the, you know, the, like your right-hand man, your right-hand person, mm-hmm. you know, the one you count on. Yeah. 
and, and or the right hand for the task. You know, gotcha. so that's kind of where the name originated from. And again, like a lot of corporate legends and mythologies, yeah. if you get the two or three founders separate and ask them, there's mm, slight different variants of that, yeah, but yeah. roughly speaking. And then, you know, so that that's where it came from. Mm. And like I said, yeah, we joke about it quite a bit. Yeah. There, there's a company, Left Hand Robotics, that, I don't know, emerged around the same time. Oh, really? They're doing okay. some autonomous snowblower, yeah. if I remember. So, oh, yeah. interesting. But there's times where neither company was really paying too close of attention to the other. So it was a clear case of the right hand not knowing what the left hand was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been working yeah, on that. that. I'll be, I'm here all week. He's here all week. Tip your waiter on the way. Yeah. <laughs> very good. I like that. So so now, obviously, you guys have developed this, and you know it's a pretty uh, great platform, and, and it's something that's really tackling this challenge that we just discussed. And obviously, you know people are, are believing in you and in this, and you guys keep advancing. And so you recently had a, a large round of funding from yes. some new investment. So talk to us a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. Toward mm-hmm. the end of February, we announced our Series C funding. Yeah. $66 million, new capital, right. to help grow the business to yeah. the next level. You know, it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Some great new investors, a company called Safar Partners, okay. um, you know, invest in a lot of early tech, mm-hmm. uh, and, and then as well as SoftBank Vision Fund, who okay. I think people yeah. have heard of, yeah. Vision Fund 2, technically, mm-hmm. uh, as well as TH Lee Partners. Okay. And TH Lee's been investing in automation space for a number of years now, mm-hmm. uh, had acquired AutoStore at one point, of course. Mm-hmm. Since then, it's gone public, but they still hold a stake in that. Okay. So, you know, what I find, among other things, exciting about this, this not just the current group of new investors, but, mm-hmm. of course, the others who've been participating all along, yeah. is their depth of understanding of automation space, industrial mm-hmm. systems, supply chain. These are guys who can invest in any number of companies. Yeah. Sometimes they place a couple bets, you know, but, right. but even so, I mean, it's a real vote of confidence in the mm-hmm. business plan some of the directions we've taken with the product and the yeah. go-to-market, it, it kind of all has to come together mm-hmm. to, you know, even though there's a lot of investment going on, some healthy valuations, it's still, you, you know, you won't get that yeah. if you don't have a real positive plan that you're showing mm-hmm. and some traction, real customers and all of that. So anyways, mm-hmm. big, and for us, that means we're going to double the headcount this year. Wow, okay. Uh, you know, I won't, won't give exact numbers, but, you mm-hmm. know, we're going to double and double and double yeah, in yeah. sales for, for the forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or at least for the foreseeable future, yeah. right? So that's kind of the trajectory we, we're mm-hmm. on these days. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, if people are interested in the jobs, how, how can they uh, oh, yeah. find them? So on our website, there's a careers page. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're constantly updating the newest positions. Mm-hmm. And, and there's all levels. We're looking yeah. for... You know, executive level roles, mm-hmm. entry level roles, everything in between. Mm-hmm. Lots of software development work. Yeah. It's really a cool platform. I mean, it's a fun thing here to show it live. Yeah. You know, we're showing right pick three, third yeah, generation yeah. of the system. Mm-hmm. So we, we launched that last year, but there haven't been too many shows to show it in public to people, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can watch a YouTube video, it's one thing. Yeah. But the kind of response we get here, I mean, just gangs of people around the bot watching right. it. Yeah. It's kind of mesmerizing. I think you've seen it in the oh, past, yeah. you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, really exciting. This machine, we changed a lot of things. Mm-hmm. It looks similar, mm-hmm. but like a new car model, you know, it's all new under the hood. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, I think compared to 2020, mm-hmm. we're at least 30% 
faster just the raw rate that it's picking here in the show really? wow. yeah and it's you know it's better in every dimension i could yeah, go yeah. on and on yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sure so so definitely interesting and great that you got that funding and that you're going to be expanding the the workforce there as well yep. and, and offering those positions so so additionally i think you also just announced here at the show i believe that some partnership with the Vanderlei. yes yeah. yeah talk to us about that yeah that's brand new today hot off the press was ronda landa one of the, I don't know, the top three or four system integrators in mm-hmm. the world and they've been doing business in the states for a while but okay. uh, uh, better known probably in europe yeah they have this great marketing campaign i like let's say call the secret is out i think is the thing you know yeah. and and it's kind of fun because they're mm-hmm. like oh vanda landa's it's a yeah. funny name for americans you know so yeah. <laughs> so they're like reintroducing the, the business yeah. it's already big in the states and mm-hmm. taking off so they have of course pallet movement and case movement and, mm-hmm. and item handling for break pack or replenishment to stores as well as e-commerce, right? Mm-hmm. So what they've decided after basically playing this space for a few years and then looking at other potential partners who could bring the peace-picking technology to them, mm-hmm. they've decided to work with us and, and bring that to market jointly together. Mm-hmm. Very exciting for us. Yeah. You know, one of the things we've been doing for a few years now in parallel with the core product development mm-hmm is building the sort of API interface for partners or integrators to connect to the robot. Mm-hmm. We have a pretty rich data, which again we use for machine learning, but also just performance dashboards and the tools that the end customers need right. to run the building and run. So, you know, whether that'll be our screens or mm-hmm. push the data over to Vondalanda, some of these things we're still, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know more, it will yeah. tell you in, in the future. But again, I think we've been really, we see a, a path forward where we help create the interest in the industry over the last four or five years for peace picking, mm-hmm. show it's real, have you know, proof points, uh, production facilities and so right. on. And then work with large inter- you know, integrators, big or small, but yeah. work with the integrators to bring that to market more effectively because the end customer mm-hmm. needs the full building to work as a machine, if you will, right? Yeah. And be integrated in a way and, and again, Vondaland is a great partner for us to help to help bring that and scale in the industry to yeah. the next level. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's great that you guys are able to, to partner and collaborate in this way and, and just expand upon your offering already and make it better for the, for the end user. So, so it's very great to hear about that. And obviously, uh, congratulations on the funding, too. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great thing for you guys and, and certainly gives you some more room for the future yes. as well, right? And by the way, you know, it's mm-hmm. almost funny. Like, I've worked for four startups now and there's a phase in the early days where yeah. you know you're you're not again we're still cautious and thoughtful about how we spend and frugal yeah. and whatever but yeah. there's a point where you have some money to work with right and it and it's quite a different state than say four years ago yeah you yeah. know where <laughs> literally on a trip here uh, we, we would we would bunk together right i mean yeah. everybody's doubling up in rooms and things yeah, and yeah. We're, so now i have my own room at the show this is a big step forward wow <laughs> he's growing up he's growing up <laughs> yeah. very good to hear that yeah yeah so now, I'm curious, too, from your perspective, obviously, you know, being involved in the robotics world and, and other startups, as you mentioned. So, you know, here at Modex 20, 2022, I almost yeah. said 2020, yeah. but, you know, so it's been two years, right? So it's since we've been out there. And so everybody is here, you know, on, on full display with their innovations and all these things. So, so from your perspective and what you've seen at the show so far, what really is standing out to you and what do you think is kind of that next, next step in our yeah. industry? Well, and it's, I would say, a, a, a broader trend, more than one specific, you know, new thing or whatever. Yeah. And, and you know, you, I think you know from our previous conversations, mm. well, let's see, the first Modex I went to was probably 2008. Okay. 
It's part of Kiva Systems back yeah. then, right? Mm-hmm. There were not a whole lot of robots in the house in 2008, I'm sure right? There weren't, yeah. And, and people were skeptical about the whole idea. Yeah. So, okay, you come forward to 2022. Mm-hmm. This isn't exactly a robot conference, right? But there's robots everywhere: AMRs, AGVs, yeah. picking robots, on and on and on, right? Yeah. So, again, I, I think the we talked about the drivers of the demand and mm-hmm. the e-commerce and so on. The technology has evolved, right? Things that were expensive or complex or impossible five years ago, ten years ago, are now achievable yeah. with the cost points. Mm-hmm scalability to, to manufacture and scale, the reliability, the process predictability. As, as we were getting ready for the show, we were putting together some visuals on our data dashboards mm-hmm. and performance monitoring, right? Okay. And we took data from some live sites, mm-hmm. anonymized it a couple different ways so you can't tell where it is, and we yeah. said, let's show 10 robots. And But it's live data from a couple weeks of, mm-hmm. of robot work. And... Um, it turned out the throughput, I was a little stunned when I looked at the data, yeah. the throughput per robot, the variability across the whole fleet was like plus or minus 2%. Really? Right? Yeah. Interesting. And picking yeah. individual items. I, yeah. would, I, would, I, would have, I don't know what I would have guessed. I hadn't really, really thought about it. We yeah. talked about a robot being more consistent and predictable mm. than human workers. Yeah. And I know from previous experience, if you line up 10 people mm-hmm. or, or a couple shifts at 10 stations and you work for yeah. a couple weeks and you look at this average throughput per station, well, there'll be an average, but the plus or minus from the slowest to the yeah, fastest yeah. is is more than 2%, yeah, right? It might be yeah. 30% or something, right? It's a yeah. big variable. So that's one thing that's kind of interesting about ours is like, wow, this predictability and consistency yeah. where it's at is a great level. But across the industry, so the tech, the productization, things have moved along with robots mm-hmm. to where supply chain people and e-commerce fulfillment operators right. can really count on it. Yeah. If it was a curiosity 14 years ago, mm-hmm. if some of the newest stuff was unaffordable 8 to 10 years ago, yeah. now this is still a supply chain logistics you know, conference. Right. The only reason the robots are here, not because of the science, yeah. because they're real. Yeah. And, they, and now it's just how do you imagine putting them together most effectively mm. to run you and drive your business, right? I, I sometimes um, compare this change to if you look over at streaming video, right? Yeah. So we had Blockbuster back in the day. Mm-hmm. They had Netflix running DVDs at, you know, and, and so on. But now with the evolution of that, that the core network technology has gotten so cheap. Mm-hmm. You can have a smart TV in your house and, a, and an internet router and things yeah. that at one point would have been cost prohibitive, right? Mm-hmm. So this opens up all kinds of new flexible ways for you to get that content to your house. Yeah. And therefore, on the other side, who's making the content? How do they package it? Who owns the distribution network? How are you optimizing where to cache the videos versus where the people are watching it? Mm -hmm. So what's an MFC? It's a a caching kind of option, right? So the parallel, yeah. Yeah. So I think as these things become really, you know, as they start to scale, and it may take 10 years, but somewhere in this 5 to 10 year region, I mean, it's going to turn retail sort of inside out or upside down or whatever, right? Where... (laughs) the item becomes the definitive bit, you know, right. running through the network, yeah. no longer the pallet or the case. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe again, overseas and stuff, pallet and, cr- and container are still the ma- majority mode. Yeah. But once you get to the point where it's ready to go to consumers, yeah. we'll see. I mean, the growth of e-commerce is faster than a retail. Oh, yeah. And so it's becoming a bigger and bigger share, right? So yeah. these trends are going to open up all kinds of opportunities we haven't even thought about. Yeah. I think for software and management in this 
that in that space. Mm. I kind of I was saying to someone earlier today, I can kind of see it forming as a fuzzy vision. If I knew what to do about it, maybe I'd go start <laughs> another company myself. But uh, someone will figure it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, if you figure it out, let me know. I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So Vince, very interesting to talk to you, and great to hear your insights as well, both on right hand robotics and what's happening in the industry as always. So I want to thank you for coming by the booth. If people want to find out more information about right hand robotics, how can they do that? Yep. They can go to our website, www.righthandrobotics.com. They can follow us on LinkedIn, too. We post a lot of things there, and, and that's a great place to see what's, what's up with us. Sometimes we share other industry news as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I see it on there. And of course, they can follow the new Warehouse podcast. That, I'd recommend that, too. Wow. Of course. <laughs> I think it's the first time a guest has plugged me on yeah, my own right. show. That's good. I appreciate Happy to that. do it. So. Yeah. <laughs> we'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com. And Vince, once again, thank you for coming by the booth, and enjoy the rest of your show. been listening to the new warehouse podcast with kevin lawton subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com thank you for listening to this episode if you want more content from the new warehouse check out our new video series called all hands on linkedin just search for the new warehouse on linkedin and follow along